Hi guys, this is Michael and I'm back with Prince. Yes! Yeah, yeah. and we're here to discuss about the penultimate episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. The Bells. The Bells, episode 5, The Bells. So, right off the bat, I just want to like get your overall take on what you thought about the episode. Now, this episode was, it was, was sad. Okay, was a, why was it sad? Yeah, one of the episodes, at the, when it ended, like I was, I was sad. I was sad because somehow the heroes what ended up that? being the villains and the villains became the heroes it was just sad because this is not the way we wanted cersei to go out and jamie to go out it, yeah. it felt really sad yeah okay because for me i just felt it was like a very accurate depiction of war because really that's how war is in real life there's no like clear cut this is the bad guy this is the good guy there's a lot of like gray area so and i think what the directors actually wanted to accomplish with this episode is they wanted to show us that at the end of the day when these things happen when these decisions get made that is the small people that suffer and i actually think this episode like if there was any one thing that it got right that was the depiction of war but if you look at it this way that danny is someone who's always been you know painting herself as the liberator mm. i mean the breaker of chains is what is in her title i mean name, she's yeah. out to save slaves from terrible masters i mean the whole the entire reason of her coming to king's landing is to liberate the people from a tyrant mm. and somehow she wanted up being the tyrant herself and at the end of the day kids yeah true true okay so anyway there were a lot of like very like key moments in the episode that we're all going to go through like one by one now okay so get into it. let's just start from the very top so the episode more or less opened with a focus on virus and we got to see how he was like hatching plans to take down the nurse and eventually how he was found out and executed yeah so what was your what were your thoughts about this segment of the episode so some people like to think that virus is a snake but i think i think virus is very loyal he's loyal to himself mm. he's loyal to one cause yeah. which is you know like he's loyal to, to the, the realm. realm yeah yeah so yeah. he's with whoever is going to be aligned with what his goals are which is yeah. to keep the realm safe and happy that okay. is just it and i really wish he was able to send out um, his notes very raven before he got caught up mm. so yeah. that's the one thing now because we don't actually know if he actually managed to get um, some ravens out because okay. all, all we saw was that when it was time for them to execute him they came in and he was burning up a particular notes so but i'm sure a lot of time would have passed between when he was writing the initial notes so it's quite possible that he has already sent some ravens out. Yeah, very possible. Yeah, because I, I would like to believe that this secret can be contained that easily. Exactly. That they can't just execute him and that will be the end of end of all that. So I mean, I mean, Sansa won't let it die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For definitely. Sure. Even definitely. if Varys couldn't do the work, <clears throat> Sansa yeah. would not let the secret let die. Let it go like that. Yeah, yeah true, true. So, but let, let's, see how, let's see how it comes together actually, in the next episode. It's just one more episode anyway, so... Before we know it, we'll know what the outcome actually was. Tyrion helping Jamie escape yeah. felt like, you know, a complete arc because we could remember when Jamie helped Tyrion do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like a callback so, to Yeah, it just felt four. like exactly season four when Jamie was going to save Tyrion when he was accused of killing um, yeah. what's his name? Joffrey. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way this was like a callback to that. It just shows that uh, behind it all through all the points in Tyrion's life, underneath it all, he's always a Lannister. It doesn't mm. matter what is happening, how evil the Lannisters have become, whatever yeah. their differences are. It's when it comes crushed. down to the wire, he yeah. is still a Lannister. Mm -hmm. He never forgets that. Yeah. So when it comes down to making the decisions that's going to end a Lannister, you know, you see how he fought to try to make Danny not burn down 
King's Landing. King's Landing. He yeah. went like he devised His the whole plan, plan of the, the bell and everything, yeah. and that is him being a Lannister at heart. Mm -hmm. So for me in particular, I I really love the scene because even though we didn't know it at the time, this was literally like their last meeting. This was like the last time they were going to see each other alive. So yeah. and even though it wasn't clearly stated then, it was like a very perfect like way for them to like say goodbye to say one goodbye. another. That's true. Yeah, because even even as at that point, they could both tell like when it was like your queen will execute you for this. So you could just tell that he was very sure that there will be repercussions to what was going on. So and at the end of the day, it actually turned out to be true that that was the last time they were they were going to see each other. Okay, so hopping to the main highlights of the episode, which was the battle itself, everything began with the decimation of the Iron Fleet. What were your thoughts about <laughs> the way she came and it just was, took out? It was, it was very smart the way Danny came in with Drogon because mm -hmm. all the all the scorpions on the ship, you know, yeah. they can only shoot at an angle. They cannot mm -hmm. shoot vertical. Yeah, directly. Yeah, up. And that is how she came in. Yeah. No, she flew high up very above high. the cloud, so mm -hmm. they could not see where she was coming from. Yeah. And she descended directly on directly them. Directly on top yeah. of them. Plus, so it would be hard for them to get a shot at her. Yeah, plus the fact that the sun was behind her again, so they're like staring directly into the, the sun. sun. So yeah. they were at a that, disadvantage. That was, that was very strategic. Yeah, so I actually loved I actually loved seeing that. And you actually got to see the strength of a dragon in this episode. Yeah. Because they were like they were like glimpses in um spoils of war last season when the Lannisters were bringing the gold back from High Garden, when Daenerys attacks and everything. There were glimpses yes. of that strength, but this episode, we got really to showed see... showed us how, yeah. how, you know, how strong a dragon blast could be. Yeah, for, for one dragon to I mean, I, I, I didn't see a dragon blast breaking buildings. Mm -hmm. Breaking I, stone I, I, I walls. Didn't, I didn't see it breaking stone walls. Breaking an entire, like, ships. Like, an entire fleet is gone. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was mad. It was mad to see. It, was it, was, it wasn't much see. of a war anyway. Yeah. It was much of a it was more of a slaughter. Exactly. So what did you think about Harry Strickland and the Golden Company? Like after all the build up and the whole twenty thousand men, for them to just be <laughs> wiped I, out. I feel, I feel they, they came into a war they did not understand. Mm -hmm. They were just I mean they are they are sell swords. They mm -hmm. just came into a war they did not fully understand. Yeah. And their commander did not fully grasp what they were up against. I'm sure this is the first time they, they were coming in contact with what a dragon could be like. Could do, yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty sure that none of them had actually even seen a dragon. Exactly. So because you see was, that fear in Harry exactly. Strickland's eyes. It was, it was, it was, they were shocked. They, mm -hmm. they didn't see that coming. It was like beyond any training they've had or any <laughs> any kind of like strategy they hoped to bring to the to the table. So yeah, I was actually quite surprised how like something that they built up so much could just within the span of minutes they were gone. I mean, <laughs> like, twenty thousand men. Oof. Yeah, all of them just wiped out like that. So it was mad. It was mad. Okay, so the key the key moments, yeah, that up to now like has a lot of people like divided was Danny's decision to go ahead and destroy King's Landing even after the bells rang. Like she actually went full mad queen. So what what were your thoughts about like? How I get to that point? Do you feel the show gave it enough room to seem logical, or do you feel it came out of nowhere? It, it would never seem logical. It came out of nowhere because <laughs> okay. people had clearly had clearly surrendered, okay. and for her, that was the only the only reason she was going to burn King's Landing was if that was the only way to yeah, get to her actually to secure. But at this time, they had surrendered. If she wanted to even wreak havoc. Like what she could have done was go straight to the castle and the burn it down. Yeah. But to be burning the homes of innocent children and women and kids yeah. and yeah. hearing their screams and she kept going, man. Yeah, she yeah. had gone full mad queen. Yeah, was, I, I, I get I get your point actually. I get your point. But then again, I would say that 
at least before he got to that point, they made us understand that this is a woman that she had gotten to a point where she felt truly alone. Like the fact that she just lost Missandei and Regal from the last episode now. And now she got rejected by, what's his name, Jon Snow. So and I think that was like the final draw, like getting rejected by the person that she was in love with. Like it just showed that there was no other course of action for you her. You know, all, all through yeah, the seasons, the moments leading up to this, yeah. Danny has always, you know, seen herself as someone who had a destiny, someone mm. who was called to be a leader. The so ruler, yeah. for me, her people leaving her, Jon Snow not returning the love, and all that too, affecting yeah. her shows that shows it just shows it just. It just shows that she isn't she believes too much in herself because yeah. the way she she's always felt about herself that she was destined to be this yeah how convinced she she is that she was sent here to liberate these people yeah those things shouldn't have meant much to her because she always believed that she has a higher calling so john snow yeah. duty her shouldn't mean much i mean when she met this man yeah she met yeah. this man just a couple of months ago and yeah, now I he knew so much in her life come on I guess. For someone who has such a big calling that she's been chasing all her life. Yeah, yeah. So what what me I feel, Sha, is that it didn't more or less like um, derail her from her plans. It more or less made her understand how she would have to approach like becoming the queen. So because you know she asks now that it's either she chooses love or she chooses fear. So it was clear that at that point she had chosen fear. That that was the only way that she could ever get to have a firm grip on people of Westeros. When she said that, what I interpreted was her burning Cersei, not burning innocence. Everybody, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of fear that is. That makes you a tyrant. Exactly. Like that. That, that was how we. <laughs> that came makes across. you what? That makes that makes her become the evil she's trying to kill. And I think in a way that was kind of what the showrunners were trying to like accomplish with the whole turn. But for Misha, I, I feel it wasn't out of character one because. From the get-go, from the very beginning now, they made us understand that this was what the Mad King was. And this was what the Mad King tried to do. And all along now, through Danny's journey, all through like all the seasons now, we'd gotten to see that she had that tendency. Like it was there. It was kind of more heavy-handed last season when she burnt the two Tarleys. When she yeah. decided to execute them, even though she didn't have to now. So it was actually quite more heavy-handed then. But overall, basically, Sha, I, I still feel that... At the, at the end of the day, that this was a logical progression for her character arc. Like, for her to actually get to this point. So, it, it wasn't too abrupt for her. Yeah, so, but then, you know, Game of Thrones, why we love Game of Thrones is, you know, every every episode is just uncertain. We never know what to expect. And mm, how it's going this to was be. unexpected as well. Even if it doesn't suit our, the, what the narrative would like it to be, was, mm. it still it fits in the Game of Thrones narrative. Yeah, yeah it does. They, they blew us away, they surprised us. Okay, so what did you think about the fight between Euron and Jamie? Right off the bat, what did you think? Because for me, I just felt that, that, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, like that, that was very was... unnecessary. Because till now, I really don't understand what they have to fight about. Mm. One is, like, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie and Cersei, even though what they do is shameful, they still they have a little bit of self-respect. They don't like to let people know about it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it's openly fighting Euron, I mean, yeah. Do you want the whole world to know you're fucking your sister? I Because mean. mm. I, I just felt yeah, like... Yeah, my was very unnecessary. Yeah, I, I just felt like, in the grand scheme of things, I just felt like, okay, so what was he hoping to, like, achieve? I would have actually preferred if Euron just died, like, when Danny came in the beginning. That would have been a more fitting end than the whole, like, struggle and everything. But at the end of the day, Sha, you know, he was the one that 
mortally wounded Jamie now. When he yep. was like, he has gotten him and he was very sure that he was going to bleed out and die. So maybe that was just the whole point. Just to make it clear that Jamie was not going to leave King's Landing alive. That this was and, like And Euron, Euron is a guy who always, he has something to, he, he always wants to score a point at every time of his life. Mm. At every point in his life, he something is his drive. Yep. At some point, becoming the, the king of the Ironborn, was yeah, his drive. Was his he got that. He moved on. He moved on to the next thing, which yeah. was bedding Cersei. Yeah. When he did that, you know, the next goal in his mind was to become king, and he saw Jamie as an obstacle to that. That's why, mm. when even when he died, death did not stop him from having that sense of fulfillment. You could see yeah, he, he died with a killed, smile and said, killed "I the killed king slayer. the Kingslayer." <laughs> yeah, true. True. I actually didn't think of it that way. That actually, that actually makes sense. That that was actually a goal. Yeah. One of his goals. For and him. It, it didn't it didn't matter to him that he was going to die. He just all my, all that mattered to him was I'm going to get my goal. Yeah. Even, even if I die trying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that makes sense. That makes sense. So at the very end now, when um the Hound and Arya were making their way to where Cersei and the Hound were, like there was this like last second um, decision by the hound to tell Aya that she didn't need to like follow through that it was quite clear that none of them are going to live there alive so what, what did you feel about that sudden change in the whole because everybody had me like amped to see i was actually surprised to see Aya back off that easy okay i was actually surprised to see her just listen to the hound because Aya listens like to no one mm, true. <laughs> she listens to no one she Aya does what Aya wants to do Aya takes orders from no one mm, true. and for her in the other moment to to really look at the hound and understand so what he was saying yeah it was, felt was yeah it felt sorry and it was very surprising i mean death gives you the fear of death and death itself gives you, gives you a new perspective, perspective of true. <laughs> new perspective of things true and it was that moment you realize oh i'm young I yeah. have a lot of things to live mm -hmm. for. I'm sure she was even thinking of Gendry. Gendry <laughs> <laughs> that proposed. Yeah. Proposed so, so at that point, I think her entire life flashed before her eyes and how much she has to live for. Yeah. The, 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 everything came back. She knew she has to live for Sansa. She has to live for John. Yeah. You know, their family could have the next king of the Iron Throne. You know, mm -hmm. all that came to her mind and she's like, okay, yeah. I, I really don't have to do this now. If yeah. Cersei survives this, I'm going to be waiting for her outside. Yeah, I just I just felt sharp that it was a very like um important lesson, and the fact that it was the hound that gave her that final lesson now, because basically what he was saying is that revenge would end up consuming you, that uh, if you follow this path of revenge now, that you would eventually that would be all you think of, because you know Aya now from the beginning she's had this obsession with her list, yeah. making her way through her list and everything, and Cersei was clearly at the if top. not at the very top, <laughs> close to that very top of the list, so and he he had to like tell her that okay, granted. This has been your goal and everything, but the way it's going, it's clear that Cersei is going to die anyway. So question now is that are you willing to lose your life and everything else you have to live for just to follow through? That are you willing to become like me? So for me, that was like a very powerful, powerful moment. Yeah. So it was just like the fact that it happened so suddenly. That was what made it feel so abrupt and everything. The one part that I think everybody can agree was like the main <laughs> like the main like clicking bowl exactly like th that was like the main like points that everybody had been waiting for like this is like eight seasons of build-up so what do you feel about the overall fight itself was it like fan service done right or what, what were your thoughts uh, the the fight scene wasn't very spectacular it wasn't it wasn't very spectacular okay. um 
Obrin versus the mountain was, was a better a, fight. Yeah, it was a more, it was a flashier it was fight. A, it was a more interesting fight. Yeah, you, but you have, was you have, epic now. Like, it was, had, no, it was epic because we know the emotions that are invested in this fight. Okay. When it comes to the moves, the skills, the, the blood, fight yes, there wasn't much. There wasn't yeah, much in the fight. Okay, I, I, can't, I can't get that much, but when it comes to like the execution of the fight, like where the fight was taking place, the fact that Danny was in the background, like this destructive force that was wrecking everything, everything was falling apart, and these two guys didn't care. <laughs> All they cared about was, I'm going to end you. Like, and they it, wanted it, to it end was, It was kind of poetic because the hound is someone who's afraid of fire. Mm. And it was yeah, poetic that his what his biggest fear. fear was what he dove into. Exactly. He, yeah. he saw it as the only way he could take out um, the mountain. Because he'd stabbed him how many? I'm sure like 100 times. Like even in the eye. Like it was what, the point that. What did Kaibon do to that guy? Exactly. Like he's, no, he's, this was the first like time. Zombie, this, no? this is the first time we're seeing his face. Mm, since since yes. then, yeah. This is the first time we're seeing his face. I can see all the rotting flesh. I didn't and... expect him to be this monstrous. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was that was just it. That was just it. It was quite clear that he had gone past the point of being considered human at that point. It was quite clear that it was very well done. It was very well done. So I like I like the fight. It was a very good fight. It was a very good fight. And so, it was also nice. Uh, it was it was it was a good angle for us to see the destruction of King's Landing from Arya's eyes. Exactly, yeah. like her trying to but, make yeah, her way out. Yeah, because it made us understand what the people at the floor were going through. Precisely, we weren't just seeing buildings burning and and and, mm -hmm. and stones Danny falling down. From we're the sky. seeing children being burnt and women mm -hmm. being burnt. It was it was yeah. sad. It was sad to see. Yeah, and actually, it made us understand the extent of havoc that Danny was wreaking. It was mm -hmm. was, it actually very, felt was like, sad. It felt like if like a full-blown war movie like yeah. you could see people with like decapitated limbs and at that point you know we we we, we expect much from our Aya. she's this person we expect to be very nimble maybe stones are falling she just be dodging left right yeah, but well, we could, could see, yeah we could like, even the whole vulnerable. thing overpowered her then you can mm -hmm. imagine those the, the innocents who have no skill of war or anything yeah so it was, it was, 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 was a sad thing to it see it was very it was very nice for them to like uh, make that decision and Personally, I like that last um, shot where she finds the horse and she rides out of the of the rubble. Like that, that was a very beautiful shot. So okay, even though we've already touched on this, but I just feel like to have like closure now, like the death of Cersei and Jamie. Now the death of Cersei and Jamie, I don't care how much Game of Thrones likes to be a TV show that gives us the unexpected. The way they mm -hmm. died was disappointing. I feel like okay. it was a huge opportunity for them to give us you know something amazing in episode five mm. for them to have died like that there was an it opportunity was yeah it was underwhelming and they could have done something more spectacular it could have been a it could have been it could have been sexy it could have been aya slicing her throat it could have been something else mm. I, I i get i it get have, your it point aya slicing her throat while she's begging so even at that point we still feel empathy for her yeah. and she still dies in a poetic way but mm. her falling her you know dying at the hands of bricks and no no yeah. we waited we waited five seasons for this i get your point but <laughs> personally i actually liked that feeling of helplessness that she had like that feeling that we are trapped and this was it that there was no coming out from what was happening here and like you said now they actually made us feel some empathy for her at the end of the day like which was something that nobody she thought she nobody expected she didn't that. deserve it because in okay. in the in the real time, like two weeks ago, she yeah. just murdered Missandei in front of everyone. How does that kind of yeah, person true. get to <laughs> empathy? No, yeah, she it, doesn't. That, that's Game of Thrones for you now. Like the fact that even if you got somebody like Jamie, this is Jamie that killed his own cousin. But at the same time, now if you look at his arc, we still eventually felt empathy for him when he lost yeah. his hand and everything else. So that's just Game of Thrones for you now. They know how to like play with your emotions to that point. So for me, I actually, actually like the scene. I felt 
in a way, it kind of made you realize that at the end of the day, it's not really about Cersei or it's not really about um, the face of who the big evil is at the end of the day now. Because everybody at the end of the day are, are all human beings. They're all human beings and they're all, everybody has the reason why they do these things they do. So, and that's just now, even if you look at like historically now, all the tyrants in the world, Hitler, everybody had a reason why they carried out all the atrocities. And, it was, and, and they justified it. Exactly, in their heads. They actually believed that that was the only way they could achieve their goal. So, which is kind of what they did with Danny now. Because Danny actually believes that the only way she can ever hope to rule Westeros at this point is to rule with fear. So, and you can actually see it that that was her goal when she was like torching. Even though she went full Mad Queen and she ignored the bells and everything, but her overriding goal was instilling that fear so and i feel when you look at it that way i feel that at least everything came together the way the way i wanted it to okay so before we go we only have one more episode to go yeah which is just it's just madness when you think about it and and it's the last opportunity they have to write all the wrongs (laughs) (laughs) so you feel they can actually fix everything that you have a problem with in this one episode exactly so it's the last opportunity for them to give us something Mm. um so uh, my prediction for the last episode is that because now John is going to face off with Danny because okay. obviously John did not agree with what he saw. He's he's not going to want to accept Danny as his queen any longer. So, mm. and she still has the force of the Dothraki and the Unsullied, the Northmen and the Wildlings and the rest of the Lords of Westeros. Yeah. are going to stand by John. Mm. And the secret that John is a Targaryen is going to leak out, and okay. everybody's going to stand by John. So yeah. it's going to be a I, I really don't know how it's going to end. If in my head, I, I'm thinking she's going to try to torch, torch John, <laughs> drag like, fire, and, burn him. and then he's not going to be burnt, and everybody, everybody mm. will know that. Oh, yeah, this nigga can be on board too. Or the dragon itself will just kind of refuse, and his claim to like that Targaryen line would be even be stronger. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that that's a possibility. That's a possibility. So for me, Sha, what will I even say is my prediction? At, th- at this point, everything is so up in the air. That you can't you can't even really tell what direction it will go. What me I would like to see is quite alright. Uh, what's her name? Danny is the queen of Westeros now. Okay. So basically, we're going to see the fallout of the battle. They need to like weigh that was it worth it? King's Landing is the capital. She's going to come back from that dragon eventually. She's mm. going to walk into the capital. And how yeah. she where's the throne you're going to sit on? I mean, it's just crazy sad. Mm, like the fact that she had to do all that. So for me now, I want to see them actually give that requisite amount of time so that we can actually weigh the cost of what it took to get to where she is now so that i would like to see in this episode also the fact that they actually brought they actually brought aya down to that ground level during the destruction now so aya had like this first um person like view of the whole thing so obviously that didn't just happen randomly so i have a feeling that she will have a very strong part to play in the outcome of events to follow after this so basically, Sha, let's let's see how everything wraps up next week. Yep. Sha. Yeah. It was in five days time. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just madness. I think that everything is about to wrap up and everything. <laughs> okay, so I think that's all the points we had for today. So Prince, when you're not here talking Game of Thrones, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Chuka, tweeting shit about Game of Thrones all day. Yeah, you should definitely follow him on Twitter. He always has like some intelligent quips about Game of Thrones and life in general. Okay, and myself, Michael, I'll be back next week and hopefully, like Prince said, to right all the wrongs uh, <laughs> that happened in this episode. So let, let's just wait and see and at the end of the day, we'll see if Game of Thrones actually lived up to our expectations. 
bye for now and catch you next time